Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. Hi, and welcome to Nigel Lenke Radio Call. This call is for targeted individuals. If you're a targeted individual and you are listening to this call, I welcome you. Say to you, stay strong, keep your head up, keep fighting the good fight. Do not back down to these criminals who are torturing you on a daily basis. Do not be afraid of those that are in position of power who are trying to, manip- to manipulate and experiment, who are experimenting on you. Be steadfast in exposing these people for who they really are. Do not be afraid to speak out against what's being done to you. Do not make them silence you. Before I begin my show, um, just want to give a recap of my targeting as it is an ongoing 24-7, 365 days a year harassment program. The use of subliminal, silent subliminal to relay the message, usually the message is negative. Usually the message is a trigger to an emotional connection that they have anchored it to. How did they do this? By psychologically conditioning, brainwashing you and I. So my targeting goes as usual, you know, uh, harassment by the NYPD. Those are, uh, the NYPD is uh, one of the entities that is used to participate and engage in this coercive persuasion program, as well as the non-consensual human experimentation, the illegal microchipping for the purpose of monitoring. And so, constantly daily uh, harassment uh, uh, and by civilian perpetrators, threatening my children, in order to silence me threatening to kill me or put me in jail or to make me homeless in an effort to uh, 
<clears throat> silence me. Okay, so last week we talked about psychological manipulation, and I would like to continue from where I had left off last week on my show. So, let's start. Fear of humiliation. Fear of humiliation is linked or similar to fear of fear, but different. Fear of fear is about fear and fear itself because I feel fear result in an attack to the person's honor, which can result in humiliation. Fear of humiliation is fear and humiliation are being humiliated. In both cases, the person or victim can become adverse to the situation or the possibility of being fearful or humiliated. Usually through repetitive psychological attacks in public places, the result is that the victim can become aversive to public places, which can result in isolation. Responsibility and vulnerability. A stressful situation and tactic that is sometimes used to induce stress in a person is to give a person full responsibility for a department, for example, but the control to make changes or action is given to someone else. This can have the effect of making the person insecure or feel vulnerable because they have no control over what they are fully responsible or accountable for. It is also placed them at, and I'm sorry, and it also placed them at the mercy of someone else that can harm their career. I Ideation to manipulate victims. People can be led to believe things that are false in order to manipulate them and even to try to drive them to suicide or to harm others. For example, a person can be led to believe that they are about to be fired are constantly on the verge of being fired to induce stress, paranoia, and insecurity. Another example is to lead the person to believe that they will be sued or going bankrupt, will be falsely accused resulting in prison time, will never be employed again, or lose their spouse. Used with the degraded themes, the victim can be led to believe that they will be labeled a pedophile or used as a prostitute, that the perpetrators control the world, and that the victim must obey. Beneficial intention to deceive victims. Some victims may not understand why someone would do this to them or how some people can do this to others. What the motives are for doing this to them and therefore can be deceived into believing the phenomenon is a beneficial is of beneficial intention. The phenomenon of psychological harassment or warfare can also leave the victims in doubt or confused as to what is going on or what is in, uh, what is the intention or purpose of the psychological manipulation, psychological attacks, and events in questions or for? Are the intention in some way benevolent for training purposes or self-improvement? It can also leave the victim unaware that a psychological war is being waged on them, and the doubt, confusion, and deception can result in preventing the victim from taking action or fighting back. 
It is a test. It's training. It's to make you stronger or tougher. It's an initiation or rite of passage. Beneficial intention, the failure strategy. When a group with psychological warfare expertise target a victim and try to create situations, street theater scenarios, or even with the intention of embarrassing, humiliating, threatening, anger, induce fear, or other harmful effects, they need a strategy to deal with the failure or failures if the event in question do not produce the desired outcome or result. A failure of a group who tries to intentionally attack or humiliate a victim builds confidence in the victim for overcoming this challenge or properly dealing with the event in question. So there is a need to have a strategy or tactic to eliminate or reduce the confidence building phenomenon that results as much as possible. One of the ways this is done is by trying to make the victim believe the false view of reality or interpretation that it was a test, a training situation, and that there was or may have been some kind of benevolent intention in this kind of action or scenario. Beneficial intention, the never-ending test. One example of this strategy or tactics is to interpret the event as a test. The result is that the victim feels he is on a never-ending test since these situations, events, and attacks are usually repetitive in this kind of ongoing psychological harassment or psychological war. Many of these tactics can be considered to be psychological torture or use for psychological torture. My space, your space, not behind me. A tactic that is sometimes used to make the victim feel vulnerable or more threatened is to be threatened in some way and have the perpetrator stand directly behind them and out of view. Instinctively, you would not want someone that is hostile towards you to stand directly behind you and out of view whether you feel threatened by the threats that were made or not. You may have also noticed that when a person is hostile towards you and act aggressively by trashing or hidden objects, it can trigger more of the fight or flight response from you. A similar tactic is the first. is for a person that is hostile towards you to motion an object towards you, towards your face, or to be in it, or to, or to be in or come into your space. Stare drilling, I'm sorry, staring drills to provoke and manipulate. Staring drills are used to intimidate, provoke, make a person aggressive, and to destabilize victims. It links it linked to manipulation, credibility, and justification. One technique is to simply stare at the victim, and another is to whisper, you scared and engage in staring contest. The domination game. Who dominates? Some people may have worried or have stressed about who they believe they can dominate or dominate and who they may or may not dominate. The word or metaphor alpha male as in a wolf pack is also often used to describe a leader or someone in a relationship position. 
people in the workplace or in a relationship may continually try to dominate each other, causing conflict and tension. Domination can also be used as or in a physical construction where a lot of importance is placed on who you dominate. And this can result in a lot of stress and difficulty for people who think in terms of domination or have the, or have the domination thing in their head. To remove this psychological construction of view on reality, you can simply view domination as you do not dominate anyone and no one dominates you. In the workplace, positions should be clearly defined as having authority or a leadership role. Employees need to fulfill the obligation as employees, and when people are in a relation, the relationship is supposed to be based on teamwork and usually does not involve one partner having authority over the other. Psychological warfare or manipulation in covert attack investigation. Individuals can use words, action, and sound that will make a target recall memories associated to a specific event. Observers can note different reactions from the target, such as fear, surprise, embarrassment, uh, which is a red face for embarrassment, anger, and different emotions. From these research, from, I'm sorry, from these reactions, the observers can obtain clues to the level of involvement or knowledge that the target may have about a certain event. A simple example of this is if the targeted individual was involved in an event that has a specific location. The group can say the name of the location, like a street name. If the target does not associate this with anything or any memories, he will disregard the comment of stranger and have no reaction. If, however, the target does associate it to something, he may or may not have different reactions. This scenario may be repeated several times with different associations, pointers to get a better view of results. Like taking many measurements and obtaining some kind of average or, again, a better view. This psychological manipulation scenario can, be, can also be used to stress or panic a target, and a possible motive would be to have them use some kind of telecommunication device that the target believes to be secure and to possibly push the target to communicate to a partner that may also be involved in the event, where he would discuss the strange phenomenon that he believes is happening to him or discuss the event in question. It's a fact that in the U.S., Canada, and U.K., there are secret organizations that listen to all communication in these countries and that they also share information amongst themselves. Many people also believe that these organizations share common, um, share information with other organizations indirectly and through direct channels. There are many possible psychological manipulation type scenarios that can involve the use of sensitive information or dark secrets. You may have seen the movie where the bad guy says something like, get me some dirt on this guy. The information would be used to intimidate the target or induce fear, stress, or paranoia. This type of scenario can easily fall into the classification of blackmail, 
where the target is in a catch-22 situation. The target would have to reveal the sensitive information or doxies that the law enforcement in order to obtain some kind of help or assistance. His claim would, be, would also simply be dismissed as paranoia or delusion. And even if his claim would happen to be believed, there's simply no proof or evidence. Psychological warfare or using psychiatry and strong-arm tactics is not a new phenomenon, and it's usually involved discrediting the target or having them declared psychologically ill. These tactics and technologies are usually used by powerful organizations. For example, this can be seen in the movie Blue Sky, set in the 1950s, where the army used psychiatry to hospitalize and medicate the target. Psychological warfare. Three top priorities or objectives. Discredit or destroy the victim credibility. Conceal psychological warfare knowledge. Eliminate the victim means of sustenance or resource. Psychological warfare, some identify weapons. Psychiatry to attack the psychological integrity and credibility of victims. The weapon of degrading theme of paranoia to use as a threat or to prevent exposure. The weapon of high level of stress and sleep deprivation. The weapon of homelessness or eliminating a person's means of subsidence and financial resources. When psychiatry attacks the victim's psychological integrity and credibility, it makes the victim more vulnerable to the phenomenon of crime of criminal harassment or psychological warfare, and it also conceals the related knowledge. High level of sleep deprivation can lead to micro uh, mineral deficiency and acid-based disorder that can result in serious illness and even death. High level of sleep deprivation can also be used to overwhelm the victim body and lead to cancer. Psychological warfare, credibility. Psychological warfare is an invisible technology that deals with the mind and destroys the victim credibility in order to prevent exposure as a top priority. Destroying the victim credibility also results in feeling or the belief of hopelessness. Advanced technology and psychological manipulation are also used to make the victim claim more unbelievable or to make dismissing these claims easier or more justified. When a group or an organization engaged in psychological harassment or warfare, they usually use tactics or operate in a way to discredit the victim or have the victim discredited by the medical community, notably psychiatry. Campaigns of disinformation or false information and information related or isolation are usually used as well. Okay, so let me. Uh, I think I've, I've read the um, the parts coming up. Let me see what other parts that I have not read before that I need to read right now. Have to excuse me as I'm posting some of this information on Facebook.
Okay, let's see. Um, criminal harassment network routine strategies and smear campaign. Criminal harassment network routine strategies and smear campaign that involve psychological manipulation, technology, and other threats. Workplace psychological harassment and criminal harassment strategy network abuse strategy. A workplace psychological harassment strategy abuse. Any retaliation is used to justify termination, so the employee so, so the employee is on the defensive when faced with abuse. The same strategy of abuse is used by the criminal harassment network, the the police, a mob, and police. Criminal harassment through technology, focused ultrasound, and energy assault weapon. Different types of radar assault from neighboring home, public places, weaponization of space over months aimed at inflicting long-term serious illness and deadly cancer. The targeted citizen is on the defensive again. Any claim of assault results in incarceration through police psychiatric intervention. Any retaliation of violence is used to incarcerate the targeted citizen. Any gun violence is used to advocate gun control. A defenseless population can subjugate through organized crime and tyranny. Criminal harassment network strategy. Maya France, the hero Goyen, abuse strategy. According to Maya friends, Maya friends, Hero Goren, psychiatrists, the intent of many emotional abusers is to systematically destabilize and confuse their victim with irrational threatening behavior that preys on the victim's fear and self-doubt. To isolate and control them and ultimately to destroy their identity and often Emotionally abuse builds over a long period of time until it becomes so unbearable that victims lash out in frustration and anger, a.k.a. hit them back, only to appear unstable and aggressive themselves, which could be linked to or the cause of rage, shooting, and rampage. Often, emotionally abuse builds over a long period of time until it becomes so unbearable that victims lash out in frustration and anger, only to appear only to appear unstable and aggressive themselves. This, according to Theogorian, is the intent of many abusers, to systematically destabilize, confuse their victims with irrational, threatening behavior that preys on the victim's fear and self-doubt, to isolate and control them, and ultimately to destroy their identity. Psychiatrist Mary France Theogorian, author of Le Hachelement Moral, Okay. Criminal harassment network strategies, damage, provocation, rampage. Pushing people to violence consists of abusing or inflicting a damage, financial loss, homelessness, smear campaign, and criminal record. Serious illness and cancer, failing to honor and repetitive humiliation and using provocation to push people to aggressiveness, looking at the range or enrage or violence. Any resulting violence is used to repress the targeted citizen and any rage shooting used to advocate gun control. The defensive population would make the citizens more vulnerable to abuse, hidden abuse, or subjugation through organized crime. 
criminal harassment network routine, repetitive humiliation. The routine example is that I would go to the grocery store when highly sleep de- uh, deprived through sound technology, HFS, hypersonic sound. Criminal harassment participants would mix in with their shoppers and use different forms of threats, a provocation to induce stress and adrenaline. Try to stand directly behind me at the cash register and interpret the adrenaline and voice fluctuation as fear. You're scared, which is linked to fear and honor, and attempt at repetitive humiliation. Criminal allegations of uttering threats are combined with powerful radar assault and assessment order for non-criminal responsibility before trial. Threat of intervention is linked to behavior that can be used to justify psychiatric intervention that leads to incarceration during the long and delayed criminal proceedings. The behavior linked to taking protective measure against a powerful rate of assault through accentuation material and a person's personal and household hygiene that begins to suffer due to attempts to avoid these. The criminal harassment network routine of threats to induce adrenaline and cortisol, trying to stand directly behind the victim of the cash register and interpret the voice fluctuation as fear is changed, the threat of psychiatric intervention that leads to incarceration. Participants trying to smell the victim, saying he smells bad, and criminal harassment participants theater and pretense that they are undercover psychiatrists who want to intervene and incarcerate the victim of criminal harassment. After allegation of uttering threats and an assessment order for non-criminal responsibility before trial, the, the targeted citizen is assaulted with powerful radar with criminal harassment participants saying, run away or get canceled. When the target citizen runs away, they are recaptured and incarcerated for the assessment order. During long and delayed criminal proceedings, isolated, vulnerable to participating defense lawyer, the financial ex- exhaustion or depleted, uh, depletion strategies, non-criminal responsibility before trial, saves money, and the same as being innocent. One psychological manipulation that criminal harassment participants try to do is to try to lead the targeted citizen to believe that if they act aggressive, the participants will be fearful, which is combined with the criminal harassment network routine of attempt to induce fear and interpreted voice fluctuation as fear and linked to manipulation, to manipulating the targeted citizen into reacting to this through attempts at conditioning towards an aggressive response or retaliation from threats, which is supposed to eventually lead to more aggressive behavior and uttering threats, and the crime of uttering threats is linked to the smear campaign strategy. Okay, so this is part of, um, they talk about this criminal harassment network, because that's what they are. They are criminal harassment networks, and they will use various tactics in order to get your emotions wound up so that you will have an outburst and therefore look and, you know, destabilize. And then, you know, they call the police who come and they want to, you know, arrest you or or put you in some uh, mental institution. So this is all 
part of the psychological manipulation that they do, but we have to understand that. Okay? Understanding this is key. Okay? Um, let's see here. Okay, let's talk about um, radar-type weapons, which uh, I'm not going to get into right now. Uh, but I do want to read something else, and, um, and this is something that I, that I that I read last week, but I want to read it again because it's something that you have to be very, very uh, aware of because they will do things to cause self-doubt, and they will have the people around you do things to make you have self-doubt. And so the one thing as a theater you have to do is to have a strong mindset so that you don't have any doubt in your mind of what is happening, okay? Because you don't want to go back and forth thinking that, you know, this is not real and, you know, you have mental illness or this is not real. And I've, and I've, struggled, with, I've struggled with that myself uh, earlier in my targeting until, you know, uh, I'm at the point where I am now where I'm, I'm 100% sure that this is being done. And no matter uh, the people that participate in it, they can deny it, they can uh, not talk about it all they want, but I know that this is being done. Okay? So let's see here. Um, ambiguities, self-doubt, and uncertainty. The state of limbo. Humans do not like ambiguities and uncertainty. We like to have certainty and security, and ambiguity are often used to induce insecurity and uncertainty. Sometimes ambiguities are used to confuse the victim and to leave them wondering, what is it that they are that they are supposed to be that they are supposed to do or be doing, or what is the intended meaning? This can affect the victims by placing them in doubt or used to induce self-doubt and uncertainty, reducing decision-making ability and can also have a state of limbo effect. The ambiguities can also be manipulated as to hinting at a certain meaning and then modify to hint or, implicate, or indicate another meaning and so on to keep the victim confused or guessing as to what the true meaning of the ambiguities are. This can induce confusion, frustration, and self-doubt. Ambiguities can also be used for emotional manipulation, such as inducing regret, for example. One way this is done is by hinting at a certain meaning of what the ambiguities mean, combined with very subtle hints at another and different meaning. After a period of time, that meaning can be reversed, or what was the subtle meaning can be clarified or made more obvious to the victim to induce regret, self-doubt, and also attack or reduce the victim's self-esteem and self-confidence. Classical condition, conditioning can also be used with ambiguities. For example, the victim can be constantly bombarded with negativity or is led to the conclusion that past ambiguities also had, also had a negative meaning because of the conditioning the person will deduce or assume what is implied follows the same trend or pattern of negativity or theme. 
and that is conditioning your mind uh, negatively or positively. Song lyrics often use ambiguity so that the listener can apply the lyrics to their own life or view on reality. Ambiguities can also be used to influence the person's view on reality or in combination with efforts to change a person's view of reality. The tactic that is often used to attack a person's self-confidence and to induce self-doubt is to ask a question using ambiguity. When the person answers with the deduction or guess, the negative wrong or no is indicated and a more accurate re-question is provided with the correct answer. This is done repetitively to induce self-doubt and attack a person's self-confidence by having them believe that their conclusion or deduction are always false. Sometimes people will use metaphor and metaphorical speech to try to hide different threats or use words that are not obvious in their association to a threatening nature and try to reduce the risk of exposure or criminal evidence. The meaning of different words can also be changed as with sarcasm. For example, if two people that hate each other are using the word I love you, the intention and meaning of the word used do not have the same meaning or intention as the definition of the word. Metaphorical speech can also be used to change or manipulate the view of reality of a victim. For example, metaphorical speech can be used to describe a certain view of reality or belief that is not the actual reality in an attempt to manipulate the person. The words, the words profile, psychoanalyze, we are going to fill you up in the sense of creating a bad or false psychological profile and using psychiatry as a threat. The victim is psychologically harassed and also bombarded with degraded themes, such as pedophilia, for example, and combined with attempts to make the victim believe that they will be labeled a pedophile, sexually confused, or a violent, angry, and dangerous person. The truth and reality is that this tactic is used by the perpetrator in an attempt to protect themselves, discredit the victim, prevent the victim from coming forward and exposing them. Another example is referring to the victim as an animal such as a dog. The attempt made by the victim to expose the perpetrator are then metaphorically described as trying to bite like a dog or eat the perpetrator. Using metaphors that are orally oriented are then redirected towards or used with the grading theme in an attempt to prevent victims from continuing the behavior of trying to expose perpetrators. This example of the victim being metaphorically described as a dog can also imply or insinuate that the person is less than human and can be controlled by a master or as a slave. A better use of metaphor to describe a situation is that by trying to expose the perpetrator, the victim is using the light, exposure, and visibility, and the perpetrator is trying to use the darkness, deceitment, uh, deception, and concealment. When your enemy uses the darkness and tries to hide in the darkness, you have to use the light. And I think... Uh, that's a fitting statement um, that um, going to uh, 
end it right here. Uh, there is a, a, a note. Actually, let, let me read this uh, one. Uh, actually, it's about three paragraphs that I want to read. Uh, in the workplace, employee who, employees who are psychologically harassed, psychologically tortured, are often described as having a wrong interpretation of events or having a perception problem, a bad attitude, and the wrong view of reality. They are then asked to consult a medical professional, a psychiatrist, and are then usually subsequently discredited and classified as having a mental, a psychological problem or mental illness. You may have seen this in the media where something will happen. The media will interpret it in a way that is false according to other media groups or to your understanding of events and evidence, and will then proceed to try to reinforce their views and interpretation or reality or events and evidence. Conflicting uh, countries or organizations will often use what is called propaganda and their media to interpret their views on reality and events. For example, the media in the U.S., Russia, Europe, China, and Asia all have different interpretations of events and views on reality that they wish to induce in their audience. So we're going to, I'm going to uh, end this um, reading right here. This comes from psychological, uh, uh, psychologicalharassment.com, a section called Psychological Manipulation. Uh, for all you TIs who want to be listening to this call, uh, please read it and try to understand uh, what exactly that they do. Yeah, no, I just posted um two yeah. links to um to two of my articles slash stories about being at, at TI. Uh first I want to talk about the dude upstairs that um you know has been made clear to me that he is uh, part of whatever black ops operation that was happening while they were um mind controlling me, hypnotizing me, and attempting to split my personality. And, and this guy has been um, methodically uh, trying to, uh, you know, to break me down psychologically. And by that, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. I'm going to give you a couple of examples. Um, there, was an, there was an incident where I was – actually, the first incident, um, I, w- I woke up in the morning – and um, I went out to put it was it was drizzling. I went out, I grabbed my umbrella. I had my um, I had gas in the, um, mm-hmm. one of those gas containers to put in my car. And I actually I had went and got gas the day before. There were some ladies that were stuck on the street. They had ran out of gas, and I went to the gas station to um, to fill to get gas for them. And when I returned, somebody had already. Um, uh, put the gas in their vehicle and you know, so they were like, Yeah, we're fine, we're fine. So the next day I left the the, the on the back patio and the next day I went I woke up early to put the gas in my car and the gentleman upstairs, my he works nights, right? He works nights. Um I usually hear him um, come in about like maybe six, 
seven o'clock in the morning, but it was a, it was a little after it was a little after actually around, around six five or six o'clock. It was a little after eight. Now I'm thinking, you know, this guy should be asleep, but no, he wasn't. So I I was walking to my car, and he pressed the alarm on his v on his truck in a Fire Pro truck, uh, and I tell you about the Fire Pro um, stuff after this. But um, he 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 had, as soon as I walked by him. He triggered his alarm right on the truck multiple times, like between between four and five times, right? So I knew he was. I knew that first of all that that was part of them testing, uh, you know, the mind control to see if I would be there because he was just standing there, right? Standing there with a big red T-shirt on uh, and some jeans, and um, and and the red is important because um, in the past I was telling you know, the folks who were listening to the show back then, that how they would try to, to agitate me is they would um, psychologically harass me, and then I would go to the gym and work out, and then they would send somebody to sit next to me to try to agitate me to the point where, you know, I would get angry. So they would walk, I would be on the bench, like bench pressing, and they would walk in front of me wearing red, right? Like, you know how, like, I, when you upset a bull and the bull sees red? Right, and the bull charges at the is the person who has on red, like you know, like the matador. So it was that kind of, um, you know, that kind of, of experimentation with him. So he was wearing a red, a red, a big overgrown red shirt, and uh, so I, I poured as I was as I was walking across, I just yelled up in the air, you know, mother effer, mother effer, right? Not at him. I was yelling. I just yelled in the air. Um, you know, even though you know, I didn't, I didn't look at him. I wasn't talking his direction. I just I just yelled that out, you know, in the open, and he says to me, um, "I'm I'm through with you. I'm done with you, you ball, you motherfucking ball-headed nigga." And I said, "What?" He said, "Yeah, you heard me. I called you a motherfucking ball-headed nigga, all right?" While he was doing that, all right, I I I I went to my car. I mean, I went to my car, opened the gas tank, I was pouring the gas in. I said, "Man, you're an idiot." I said, you're a, you're a redneck. That's the only thing I could think of to, to insult him with, right? And he's like, yeah, I'm through with you. I'm done with you. Now, when somebody says that, it implies that that person has had some dealings with you, right? Am I, am yeah. I, I mean, that's correct. Yeah. Right? Somebody says, I'm done with you. It, it, it implies yeah. that they had some kind of dealings with, you know, with the person when they say that. Right. And, anyway, yeah, so he was, um, he was actually standing behind his truck, um, and still continuing to, you know, to, to with, his, with his terrain and whatnot, he was standing behind his truck holding a pistol. It looked like a Glock, right, like a 9 millimeter, uh, you know, behind his truck. And I was just, you know, I had my umbrella in my hand. I had the, the gas tank um, pouring into the gas, a little portable gas thing, pouring it into mm-hmm. my gas tank. And um, it so happened that, uh, it, it just sounded like you know. I, I just ignored him, and um, you know, I, I, I went, I drove, I drove out, and I went, I went to the grocery store actually. Uh, all right, so that's that's the first. Well, that's not the first incident, but the first incident um, I'm going to say is um, while I was living in in New York, I lived with a with a girl, and uh, you know, one one Halloween, um, you know, I usually play tricks on people on Halloween. You know, like I'll jump out from behind a, a door or whatever, you know, and scare them or whatever. And um, she was coming home the Halloween night, and you know I um, I stood behind the door, and me, me thinking about it, I was receiving you know the the silent sound transmission also back then, um, mm-hmm. you know this is 
this is gonna be good, this is gonna be fun, you know, scare scare the crap out of that kind of thing, right? So she walked through the door and I yelled out boo, right? I jumped on that door, I yelled out boo. Now, this is how I know that this person is part of that team, that they've been illegally listening to me, violating my privacy, right? Bugging my homes. Um I was coming home I was coming home one day and where he lives upstairs, around the corner there's a tree that's planted um right on that corner, right? So when you turn, when you make that right to go to my apartment, there's a tree right there. So you can't really see the upstairs steps until you pass the tree. Yeah. And as soon as I passed the tree, he was standing on the steps, and, you know, he screamed out, boo, right? So that is, you know, this is how they try to torment you. This is how they let you know that they've been illegally violating your privacy, right? Or whatever the case may be, or violating your privacy on a false pretense, right? And um, and you know that 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 was that was a selling, but but you know it 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 kind of adds into things. Um, so anyway, um, that the, there was an incident where I I had asked the the person I was living with to go with me to Juve. Juve is a big celebration before um, before Carnival Day, and I specifically told her not to wear white. I said, do not wear white. If you've never been in Juve, then you don't know what it's like. Do not wear white, wear old clothing. She decided to wear yeah. white. She decided to wear her whatever, Dolce & Gambana, white shirt with some jeans and looking all cute and all that kind of stuff. And before we mm-hmm. left the crib again, I told her, I said, do not wear your new clothing. Do not wear white. But she ignored me. We went to Juve. We're talking with Lisa and Amanda and, and, um, and Michelle. And a jab-jab crept up behind her and gave her a hug, <laughs> right, ruining a white blouse, and uh, and I'm thinking about it. So, like, so that's why they were ruining my clothing, right? They were ruining my clothing. Like I would take my clothing to the the cleaners, and my clothing would come back shrunk. Like I, I mean, my clothing get professionally dry cleaned. How is it that my clothing are coming back shrunk, shrunken, right? Yeah. Now, the same clothing that I've been taking there for years, right, and months, right, has never come back. Uh, um, has never come back. Shrunk. I had never come back with any stains on them, right? Now they come back with stains and you know and and shrunk. All right. So back to this guy now. Um, one one Wednesday I was leaving. To, actually, I was coming home from the grocery store, uh, not the grocery store. Um, from somewhere rather. I um I parked on top of my leasing office. So I'm walking down the hill, and he he's driving in a um he drove in a in a, in a a tan-colored um, Kia Soul, right? She makes a right turn in front of me, um, gets out the vehicle, you know, click the alarm or whatever. I, I ignored it. I went inside. The next day, I was going to Queens University. To, I had, um, told this girl I'd do her a favor and shoot some graduation pictures for her. On my way driving down to Queens, there's a billboard um, right up the exit on I-277 onto Elizabeth Avenue, I, now, I've driven that direction plenty of times, right? So that billboard was either put up there uh, that Wednesday where, you know, because I've never seen that, that billboard there with the Kia car. So anyway, I was driving, and there goes the billboard with the same car that he was driving, right, that, that cream, tan color, Kia Soul, mm-hmm. and on the top it says, I'm the boss, right? So they sent me, mm-hmm. or him rather, sent me a... Um, a sound and sound transmission saying, see, I'm the boss, right? And they can do yeah. I guess he can do whatever, right? And, you know, so I made a mental note, notation of that. And um, 
you know, so I know that this is how they torment people, and I know that this dude upstairs is one of those original people, part of my um, my psychological handling, my you know the, the the hypnosis, the the microwave weapons testing, um, you know that kind of stuff. Just trying to um, mm-hmm. trying to break me down psychologically, trying to get me to submit whatever recruitment process or whatever they you know, they're trying to do. These people are sick. These people are very very sick. Right, the, the the cancer, uh, the 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 altering of my DNA, and I'm wondering, you know, why are they? Because they got caught, you know, and all of a sudden, why are they sending me subliminal messages about um, going uh, about donating blood? Right, there are these plasma sensors, right? Of all the years I've been in Charlotte, I've never received any any uh, subliminal messages to sell blood at at the plasma sensors. I know that they're garnishing two hundred and fifty dollars from my. Um, my disability, I get on the bus, and there's an ad for the plasma center that says um, it says that you can make $250 a month, right, by donating yeah. plasma every week. And they're telling me, well, you know, this is how you get the 250 back. But here's where the religious ritual abuse ties in. Uh, you know, that 250 being that, you know, that's um, my student loans, you know, you know that, that, that verse in the Bible that says, uh, um, Render unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar, right? Yeah. So they've been sending me, they've been showing me these coins, you know, these coins, the Caesar thing, these coins thing, and that's the that's the religious part of this abuse. And uh, and I'm like, look, man, I mean, first of all, the student loans, the, the financial aid I was receiving, how come I didn't receive any of that? I was I was told I was receiving it, right? I was yeah. told I was receiving it. I was I was given papers. I got Pell grants and all this kind of stuff and. And 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 um, what's the other one? Um, uh, uh, Pell Grants and Stafford, whatever. But you know, I mean, just I mean, just to just to to reiterate that fact, right? And um, for this guy, the nerve of this mother effer. I mean, the nerve. I mean, it just goes to show you when I when I when I talk a lot about the Nazis, okay? This is what I'm talking about because they don't care. He don't care. He don't care. You know, he's like, well, if you don't, you know, they're like, well, if you don't let us uh, 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 train our agents and in, in, uh, hypnotize you or mind, uh, uh, through the telepathy or whatever, whatever, then, you know, we're not, you know, then we'll make sure that you that you go broke. We'll make sure that you go insane. You know, we'll turn you into a bum and all that. They started using the homeless people again, um, you know, recently, all right? And and why they won't sign my, um, why they won't fill out the papers for, for them to, um dismiss my, my student loan, you know, based on my disability. Right. Because right. whatever they've done to me, you know, they figure, well, you know, we since we can't you know, how did he survive the cancer? You know, how did what what happened? How did he I tell you how I survived that, you know, it's simply because I taped the scenario. I taped what was around me and somebody saw that and somebody got wise and hip to it. And they said, we better kill this guy fast, otherwise we are going to be charged with murder. Because I know they didn't give a damn about me. If I hadn't taken that, yeah. they probably would have yeah. let me die. You know what I'm saying? Yep. They would have let me die. That, 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 I know that for a fact. I would be dead if I hadn't taken that. But then, you know, it's it's the same... Like I said, you know, these are the same people, you know, no matter how much they try to play good cop, bad cop, you know, on your side, not on your side, or whatever, whatever, you know, they're, they're the same people because, like I said before, anyone who will violate your intellectual property, 
by mind controlling you, by uh, um, and, and who would torture you by you know using mark testing microwave weapons on you. And they're not they're not your friend. I don't care you know how much they try to be like okay, well, we're working on a company because that's the thing that they you know, he was trying to send to me. Um, after that incident, after I've told people about that incident, after I've written about that incident, someone he was trying to get in. Boy, is somebody supposed to contact you or uh, to do me harm? Are you supposed to act like my friend and act like you're undercover, act like you, you know, you're trying to get evidence? I don't think so. I don't think so. For a white person to to say that those words so effortless, so effortlessly, effort, effortlessly, right? It, it it didn't take I, there was no hint of hesitation in his voice when he said those words, right? None whatsoever. Yeah. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having it. No, no. But yeah, I mean, yeah, those 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 things, um, you know, those things, they it, it have to, it has to bother me. It has to bother me. It has to bother other people for. Yeah, if, if you if you, I mean, dude, I, listen, man, I, I've had I I know cops who you know who have been who've been undercover stuff, and you know we've had conversations where, um, yeah, I said, well, how do you have, you know have to do anything like like really and truly like against you know you your being, and, he, and he's like no, he's like no, he's like there's a situation where I felt like I had to um, you know I had to I had to rape a chick you know just to get in with, the, he's like no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Right. Like I, I, I warned the chick. I told her to get out. You know what yep. I'm So, so yep. to, to say those words to me, you know, so effortlessly, that's just no. Nah, I'm not buying it. You know, I'm not, I'm not buying mm-hmm. it. He's not my friend. He's yep. is my enemy. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to play the antagonist. You know, this dude is is the worst kind of enemy that anyone can have. Someone who doesn't respect your sovereignty. Doesn't respect your intellectual property. Your property doesn't intellect. Doesn't respect your your, your human rights. Your right to, to live. Your right mm-hmm. to, to be to be fruitful. Your your right to um, you know to bear children or anything like that. You know he's one of those people that don't believe in that. Someone like that is not a friend. Can never be a friend. Someone like that I deem to be one of my worst enemies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't make I don't make people my enemies. You know what I'm saying? He make he made me his enemy, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, so I don't, you know, I don't. I'm not. I'm not even trying. To, I'm not buying none of that nonsense. No, I'm not even. I'm not even. No, no. They can send me whatever subliminals, whatever sound, sound, whatever, whatever. No, no, not happening. Not yep. happening. You want to help me? Send somebody who really want to help me. Who says, Neil, let's sit down, let's have a conversation. This is the truth. You can record it on your phone, you know, so that you, you can have proof that an actual agent is telling you or an attorney is telling you the truth. Yep. That's how you start friendships. Not by trying to act like, okay, you know, you're trying to be undercover. You're trying to, you, you want to get people to approach you to, you know, to see if they want to do harm to Neil, blah, blah, blah. And using the rhetoric mm-hmm. like you know, you motherfucking ball headed nigga. No, I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so. The worst people are the worst kind of human beings. Nope. Yeah, I guess they. I guess they. You know, they say, well, you know what? Neil studied physiology, so he knows himself. You know, I look like I could be about 185 pounds, 
and I hop on a scale and I'm 220 pounds. And I show people photos of me at 208 pounds, right? And I look muscular. I look, I look like I'm, I'm like 230, right? Here I am looking, you know, not, I mean, slim, right? So how is it that my weight is, is 220 pounds? I don't, I don't understand that. And people look, and the people are staring at the scale. They're like, they're like that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> the doctor, the nurse was like, that, that makes no sense to me. She said, why is the scale saying you're 220? You don't look like you're uh, uh, even 200. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously, like you know, that's just madness. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I tell you this all the time, man. I'm a dude. I have 130 something, 35 or 37 college credits. You only need 120 credits for your bachelor's degree, right? Where's my bachelor's degree? I have my associate's degree, but where's my bachelor's degree? Every time I call, oh well, you know, you, you might have taken this. Oh, so you can't, you can't get a credit. You can't take credits from all those of uh, the, the the 17 extra credits. Oh no, we need this one class. Okay, well I'm in Charlotte. Well, you, can, I, can I take class online? Is there anything I can do? No, no, you have to be here in New York City to take the class. It's the same. It, it, it's the same continuous thing that they do. They they don't want me to to get that degree. They never did. Yeah. I was fortunate because when I when she said, "Oh wow," she's like, "Wow, you have so many credits," you know. She's like, "Wow, well, um, you know, you have all the credits for you." So she was so surprised. Like they didn't want to send me anything, anything at all. All right, anything. I mean, I was told I was graduating. My my um. My academic advisor told me I was graduating. You have all the credits you need. But yet, I have no bachelor's degree. All right? Yeah. Yeah. They've been doing this shit for a long time, man. I mean, I don't get that. For a long, long time. Yeah. I mean, I really don't get that. I mean, here I am. All I have to do is fill out this paper so I get my student loan discharged. My disability is not in question. You know, that is, is, you know, I was, I was, I spoke to plenty of doctors. It wasn't just one doctor's decision. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, they, they, they refused to fill it out. They tried to get me to go back to mm-hmm. that, that, that to Billings with. All right. I go there yeah. today, and ladies hand me a card. She's like, well, you know, you need to, um, you know, you can speak to somebody else. You can speak to Kathy, the same person. I'm not speaking to her. She lied to my face. Why would you even suggest yeah. that I speak to her? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. See, that, mm-hmm. that is a psychiatric abuse, right? So she can gloat in my face. Yeah, I have you by the yeah. ball. Right? Yeah. Yeah, same thing with my that's psychiatrist that's like, that's that I, the, I usually yeah. go to. I'm, yeah. not, I'm no that, longer going to. The, the, last time, the last time I went yeah. to him, you know, this dude was, like, targeting me, like, you know, like never before. And um, you think I'm going to go back there? But I think I think they they did this on purpose. I think they did this because um, you know they don't want me on the medication, right? They don't for some reason they don't want me to take the medication. So all of a sudden, right before they're trying to get me to to, to you know get be on this medication and do all this stuff, right? Right. And then all of a sudden they don't want you. Now to, to, to all of a take, sudden yeah. they don't want me to take the medication. They don't want me to speak well, to that guy. Well, yeah, because that. Right, because they they themselves are so idiotic, right? They themselves are so idiotic that um, you know, this stuff that they're doing, they have no, they honestly, 
they they think they know what they're doing, but they really have no clue as to what they're doing because everything is so covert. You know what I'm saying? Everything is so covert that there's going to be, yeah. of course, there's going to be resistance. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a, it's not like a when you when you approach somebody and say, hey, we're doing an experiment with like, let me explain, let me sit down, let me explain to you what we're doing, right? And 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 these are the procedures in place to make sure that you are safe, right? And if at any point, you know, you want to opt out of this. You can just say, just say, I want to opt out, right? And but now, you know, they're using these these psychological methods, uh, these covert psychological methods. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, like they want me to go out and shoot these events, right? And I'm like, I'm not, you know, if I if I go out and shoot an event, it's because I want to, not because you want me to. Right. And then when I don't go, they go, I, well, I guess you you're opting out of whatever, whatever, right? So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it makes no sense to me. I mean, these people are. Man, these people are really sick. I'm telling you, these people are beyond sick, man. These people are like like the Joseph Mengler, like like the the Klaus Barbie, like the worst kind of um, of Nazis. They're worse than them. Uh, Leopold, you know, who was who was hacking off arms and limbs of Africans, right? Yeah. Killing millions of them. Right? These people have the same mentality. And that's what folks need to understand. But you know, they 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 want to they want to claim that this is their planet. You know, uh, uh, they're the masters. You know, the masters are going to be working, and all the slaves they're going to be either you know bums or or, or or struggling or you know what I'm saying they're not going to get any good jobs. You know, they're going to be relegated to to McDonald's or being an a errand boy. You know that kind of thing, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, this is sick. This is this is another social experiment. I mean, like I said, if you, if you look at uh, uh, Stalin in, in in Russia, or not Stalin, Lenin in Russia, all right. Um, you look at um, uh, uh, Mao in China, Pol Pot in, you know, in 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 Cambodia. Uh, it's you know, this is just an Robin in Nazi Germany. This is just another social experiment, and these people are so idiotic. So idiotic that they're allowing themselves to be brain mapped, to be uh, to be sent these you know these these silent sound subliminal messages and, and these voices and these commands and they think you know yeah I mean you know it's a great call we're, we're spreading the gospel you know this is this is another crusade so in every in every industry there's a crusade right there's a crusade to hire only Christians. Is a crusade in 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 the psychological field in in the, in the, in the psychiatry field, um, mm-hmm. you know, to 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 put people who are not Christians into, uh, you know, into these these uh, categories of being schizophrenic, of being bipolar, you know, because they're being harassed at their job. You know, when you go to a job and and, and they ask you, you your religion, it's like you need to say you're Christian or you're, you're not going to get hired, right? If you go into a yeah. hospital. And you know your your belief is something else. They're not going to treat you properly because you're not Christian. You don't deserve to be treated properly. Mm-hmm. So you know these are the things. You know this stuff is very very vexing, and um, you know it's it's very very hurtful. I mean I'm so glad I took you know these psych um, psychology classes. You know when I was at Tech, and you know read up some psychology books, and you know dated a girl who majored with psychology. And you know, when I used to visit her, I would help her with some of her experiments and stuff like that that they would do. 
you know, so I learned mm-hmm. a lot. I learned a lot in, in child psychology. I learned a lot, you know, in behavioral uh, uh, psychology. I learned, I learned a lot, you know. So it's 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 really mind-boggling. It really is mind-boggling to me that you know this dude can play this psychological game upstairs. Not just psychological, but torture. And people think it's okay. Like I said, history is a great teacher. History is a great teacher. And those who who fail to acknowledge history are doomed to repeat it. So tomorrow I have to go and um and bring these papers to them again. And you know, of course they want me to to um to go there for, you know, to, to see another doctor there. And um, you know, I'm like, man, this stuff is this stuff is ridiculous. I mean, this is this yeah, is they got they they they, they got they got of psychiatric abuse. Psychiatric abuse, yeah, psychiatric abuse. Yeah. You know. Yep, this is a classic example uh-huh. of psychiatric abuse. There's no doubt about it. None whatsoever. Yep. None whatsoever. Every time you speak up against something that's being done to you, they want to punish you. They want to to treat you like you know, like 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 you're some type of um, some thing that they can play with. You know, some 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 toy that they can play with that they can finagle and do whatever. And and that that is and that is why a lot of people don't seek psychiatric help. All right, because of stuff like this. When I go to a doctor and I tell a, do- a doctor, hey, um, you know, I'm wearing this belt because it keeps my, my back, my lower back, and my, my hips stable. My, uh, you know, I, tend to, I tend to tilt uh, or, you know, lean to, to the right because my hip and my lower back, and um, I have to wear that belt to help me, to help me stand up straight sometimes, most of the time anyway, and you're going to tell me that as a, as a, as a medical profession, professional, that I don't need to wear that belt. God made our body strong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that person don't need to be taking cancer cancer treatment because God made their body strong. Tell them that. And you'll yeah. see that outrage, right? And here yeah. I am. All right, you're going to tell me some nonsense like that, and I'm supposed to be like, okay. All right? <laughs> I mean, most mornings I can't even get up off the floor or even out of the bed because my back yep. and my hurt so much. I know. Like I said, I started to talk to you. I have to lay there for at least an hour or two to even muster up the strength. Yeah. The Pam sent me a text today talking about, um, you know, going to look at this gym. I told her, I, I said, I said you, you know, my my back. That's one of the reasons I stopped going to the gym because my back was it was it hurt me so bad, you know. I got it got to the point where I I had to go on crutches because it it affected my um my the right side of my um my legs. So I had microtearing in my buttocks and I couldn't walk. I couldn't walk for like a month. I had to uh, use crutches, you know. So yeah, I'm, yeah, not listen, to, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to go to the gym. Yeah, I, I think. I, I, well, I I, this, this is this is. 
I know. Same thing happened to me too. This, but this is this is this is what they do, right? So, like right now, my knee, I have my, I have a pain in my right knee, and how I got this pain is because when I was going to the gym, I was working out, and this guy came to me, and he was like, "Oh man, you should try it this way, do it that way." So I said, "You know what? Let me try it." And when I tried it the way he told me to do it, after that, my knee started hurting. You know. So they will intentionally send people to try to have you, you know, exempt from me to try to have me try something that way, knowing that it will damage my knee or hurt my knee, you know. So these are the type of things that that they do. So now my, you know, now my knee is hurting me. I I can't um, walk up and down stairs a lot because, you know, my knee is just hurting me, you know. So... They they intentionally causing you pain, intentionally uh, causing you physical hurt and, and damage to your body, and um and, and they find these creative ways to do it, right? So with my back, it's the direct energy, the vibrational acoustic weapon that they were using on me in the beginning of my targeting, that led to me having the herniated disc, right? Because I used to get vibrations on you know, the lower half of my body, particularly uh, my hips. And I used to, like, reach to see if you know, I had my phone on me, um, you know. And I did, and you know, I didn't have my phone on me. And so that is the reason why I have a herniated disc. It's from that vibration, you know. It damaged my, um, my lower spine, right? And so... You know, they they did all of it. They caused all of this. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's the same nonsense that they started back with the whole reflection thing again. Yeah, well, you know, they're gonna because what this is <laughs> right. Yeah, because this this is this is this is what they do. Hold on, this is this is what they do, right? So, when you don't, um, I guess, follow the subliminal message that they're trying to send you, and you know, you're fighting against or what have you. And the fact that they see you talk, because they don't want you talking to women, period. They don't want you talking to nobody. They don't want you isolated. Right. Right? So when they see you talking to women, you know, they will, whoever you're talking to, they will go um, to that individual because they have their spies around, and they will go to that individual and they will tell them whatever negative information, whatever negative uh, things about you, you know, and then they will... um, start using gay men to say, well, you know, excuse me, to, you know, just to say, well, you know, you, you're not going to get any women, so you're going to be gay. You know? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, that's... that's you know, like, because like, yeah. sometimes what they do to me, right, what they do to me, like, these, you know, they have, like, these women walking in front of me, and they will, you know, they will make this, do this hand gesture, you know, like what, you know, what gay people usually do when they, you know, when they put their hands by their side and they and they um when they put their arms by their side, uh their lower part of their arm raised up and their hand is and you know what I'm saying, they their their hands and fingers you know, is you know, of a certain posture, right? Of a certain uh way that they that right. you know, that that <laughs> you know, whatever the you know what I'm saying? It's like you know so you see some gay men and they and they and they do their arm in in a sort of feminine way. Right? right, so they so they will walk past me and they will do that like constantly, you know. 
And I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, I see. I said, I ain't well, yeah, I'm not I mean, gay. That's, that's, I ain't never going to be gay. Thing. So and I'm like, well, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that, that's 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 one of the um, that's one of the, the the ways that they try to ruin your your social standing by like spreading all these rumors, mm-hmm. you know, all this kind of. Because I remember, you know, when actually when I was um, living with Nicole, you know, prior to living with Nicole, a gay man had never even approached me to even say one word. You know, all of a sudden, you know, we're we're together, and then all of a sudden, you know, I go out somewhere, um, and you know, we want gay men approaching me. So when they want to ask me at the dinner, I'm like, dude, I'm not gay. I gave a perfect example. I was at um, on 34th Street. There was a um, a, a Tower Records, um, and I was in the the getting a couple of CDs, right? I do I get in the train station. And this guy approached me, right? This guy seemed tired. It wasn't ring on. Asked my name. You know, he was like, yeah, I saw you in the, in the music store. Did you buy CDs? I'm like, yeah, I bought a couple of CDs. I showed him the CDs and whatnot. And, uh, you know, just conversing, blah, 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 where you from, blah, 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 you know, whatever, whatever. The train was coming. I didn't heard a train coming. And I was like, well, man, you know, nice pleasure to meet you. Reached out my hand to shake his. Yeah, and then. This mother effort would not let go of my hand. And this dude looked at me right in the face, talking about, you know, I think you're very attractive, and I wanted to know if you would like to uh, have dinner with me. I'm like, dude, I'm not gay. I'm like, dude, aren't you married? Did you have a ring on your hand? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm not gay, bro. I'm sorry. All right? I mean, dude, I was so shocked. I hopped on the train, not even looking at which direction it was going. I stopped on the train for about five minutes, and the next thing I knew, I was in Harlem somewhere. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I had to take the train back, uh, back to Brooklyn. I was like, "That's crazy." You know, there are a couple of times I'm walking with females, and these gay men will, you know, straight out just, you know, on a mount, just, you know, say something, you know, like, like, "Hey, uh, you know, like some, uh, you know, he lights my fire or some nonsense like that." I know it's been them yeah. that's been sending these people. You know what I'm saying? Stalking, yep. and following me wherever I go and who I'm with and all that kind of stuff. It's just you know, well, it's yeah, unbelievable yeah. to me. And I was it's walking in Manhattan. I was I was walking in Manhattan one day. I think I was coming from work, and I was going to um, I was going somewhere, but I was walking on Seventh Avenue, and this dude uh, came out of the cab, and he was like, "Yo, man," he's like, "Yo, are you gay?" I was like, "No, I'm not." He was like, oh, "You look good, man." And I was like, "Man, these uh, you know like they've been trying to use that gay I mean, thing with me." I don't really care. I don't really care. I, mean, I, I don't yeah, really I know care. what you're saying. I understand, but it's a, yeah. you, you, you think back at it, you get to you, you realize that that's a right. theme that they've been trying to, right. you know, yeah. trying trying to portray or trying to to, to right. do. It maybe you know yeah. psychologically, you know, um, get right. you to maybe 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 you might. That's how they keep saying these simple yeah. about don't knock it till you try. I'm like, no, thank you. I ain't trying that. Well, you you're not a real freak. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let yeah. a girl with a strap on do you in the butt like 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 uh, like Deadpool, <laughs> like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> like no, no, thank you, no, no, mm-hmm. no, thank you. But it, it, you know, like I said, it's just it, you know these people are sick. You know, and and they're trying to they're trying to use me as, as their entertainment and shit. You know, it's like every time I get on yeah 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 Facebook yeah. and social it's a, media, it's a, it's like somebody it's a else pops up. It's my it's my birthday, you know. I wish somebody would take me out. I'm like, am I the only person seeing? It? I know I'm not the only person seeing it, but why is this stuff constantly appearing on my phone screen? Why is that? You know, every time I, I turn, somebody, you know, some chick 
talking about it's her birthday and, and, and she wants to know who's who's um I'm free for my birthday, anybody wants to take me out, you know, that kind of thing. I'm like, Okay, yeah. Not me. You know, I'm not I'm I'm sorry, I'm not your entertainment. I'm gonna be entertainment, you know, so that you know yeah. in the meantime you're waiting for some for them to, to, to find some guy that's more of your liking, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, if you're if that's the case, then yeah, then you need to you need to wait for that person then. <laughs> I, I'm no using me as no go between, you know, to 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 kill your 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 free time until that person arrives, and then when that person arrives, y'all only gonna last six months. Yeah, and that's the crazy thing about this. But I mean, you know, whatever they can, you know, they can um, they can stop with all that nonsense. But yeah, but the reflection thing, they keep on, you know, they, they're trying to come in hard with that nonsense. All of a sudden, you know, there's these guys with beards and with with, with chinky slanted eyes and stuff like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, is that is that why you 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 altered my my DNA and altered the shape of my face mm-hmm. because of my body? Because what? I was I was I was a threat to your reflection. Is that it? Or you wanted to, he wanted to take my place, or he wanted to be the one with the chinky eyes and all that kind of stuff. Is that is that why you hurt my 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 back and you know and my hip? I mean, come on, man. That's just that's just utterly ridiculous to me. It's sickening, man. It's sickening. And, you know, this whole thing, you know, you're ruining somebody's business or they, whoever, you know, whoever they have control of, you know, they can, it can make you feel, can make them feel like, you know, like they're important or, you know, and, and, and those more folks don't even have half the skills that I have. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like people are always complaining about their their photography, their their pictures are like crap, the same old, same old, you know, same old stuff all over again. Yep. I mean, I just I just don't understand that. You know? That to me is 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 nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, you know, I know they've been trying to get me send me some little messages about I should say something about some about a certain particular person, but no, not yet. Not yet, because what I do is going to be so mm. thorough, ain't going to be nowhere around it. Nowhere around it. And don't tell me, did you say something? Or did you say something? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> did you say something? Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Well, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're the one who's projecting this stuff. You tell me, did you say something? Did you say something when they were spreading my personality? Did you say something when they mind controlling me? Did you say something when they were torturing me? Did you say something? You wonder if I said something. Okay. Yeah. Nonsense, man. Yeah, unless she got her, her um whatever her Manolos or whatever her Google teens got friggin' um or her guess or I mean her Gucci shoes or whatever, man. Got got a little tar on it and stuff. This chick started berating me. I said, I told you not to wear your good clothes. And I told you that. They ain't crying. I'm like, I told, I'm like, I told you, I warned you even before we left the, the crib to change your clothes and put on something, put on some old, some yep, uh, old sweatpants and, and a t-shirt. Wear that. Mm-hmm. And I told you what Juve was all about, but you didn't want to listen. I'm like, okay, I told you that. You know, jab jab. When they see people dress nice. They run up and hug them and squeeze them and ruin their clothing. 
but you must, you, she must, you must have your protectors out there to protect you. You're supposed to come to your rescue. Right? When the jab jab approach, say nonsense that you're trying to sell me. Oh, you're going to be our daimyo yeah. in the lion's den. You know, we're going to, uh, uh, we're going to get the Muslim community to hate you and the Christian community to hate you. So you can come and try to attack you. And then, we, you know, at the last, at the, mm-hmm. at, the, at the very moment when they do, we're going to appear out of nowhere. Yeah. And rescue you. No, I don't think so. Not believing that for one second. Yep. And tomorrow, Rice was standing at that bus stop. We were there to rescue him when he was fatally shot by cops carrying a toy gun. Yeah. Right? They didn't show up when, when George Zimmerman had Trayvon Martin on the lawn beating him and shooting him, carrying some Skittles on the iced tea. They ain't show up then. Mm-hmm. You want me to believe you're going to show up? Come on, man. Yeah. What I look like? I ain't no kulumunu. That's a Caribbean word for fool. Yeah. All right, man. Listen, um, yeah. I'm going to end the call. Oh, somebody just came into the chat. Uh, well, the call is ending uh, right now. If, if you can always listen to the uh, call on my talk show page. All right. And you yeah. have a good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.